0: And welcome
1: back to Uber Stories with Ben. Uncle Ben, tell us another Uber story. Ah, uh, kid, I got a lot of them. And also, I was sick earlier this week, and so it's going to be the the radio hour with Ben Moon, one of your hosts here on the Dumb Dudes Podcast. So, uh, so I pick up this couple at a restaurant, just a normal couple, and I see... Uh, oh, they're they're headed to Hoover, where I, near where I live, and actually they're only like two or three streets over from me, and so this is good. I'll just sort of end my night with this uh, dropping this couple off and just go right home. It'll be great. Mm-hmm. So we get in the car, or they get in the car. We start driving. Uh, the 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 they're both inebriated, mm-hmm. but the uh, the husband is. A little extra a little extra inebriated mm-hmm. and he's and he says something to the effect of like i think i have some weed at home when i get home we're gonna i'm gonna, we're gonna hit that weed and uh and i'm and i'm like okay that great it sounds like a good time and he's like he's like you should you should come join us for some some weed and i was like nah you know i'm good man i'm just uh, you know, I'm about to end the night, go home, see the fam, you know, before they all go to sleep and, uh, you know, maybe next time. And he's like, you, you really should, you really need to come in and, and, and have some of this weed with us. And I was like, no. Nah. And he, so this goat, dude, he does this like three or four times. I'm like, no, nah, man, I'm good. And so we're getting kind of close to his house and uh and, and he's talking about something and I, and I i make a statement like i think cannabis should be legalized yada yada and um and you know like some people when they when they agree they're like yeah man you, you know they kind of give you a high five and say so you know he puts his uh his hand out for a high five and i you know i i give him a high five and but he you know it's like sometimes when you give a high five you're like you, you, you kind of hold hands for a second. You're like, yeah, you know, shake hands. Like, yeah, man, I, I feel that. I dig that. So we, so we do this, and he doesn't let go. And I'm like, uh, and I'm, I'm driving, you know. I'm like trying to drive. And also, like, I'm, I don't want to offend anybody. I don't want to get a bad rating, yada, yada. Um, and so he, he's holding my hand. And I'm like, uh, okay. And then he, he he pulls my hand over to his face. And he, sm- he sniffs my hand. He smells my hand.
2: Say it ain't so.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I'm going, what? What is happening? Why is this happening? I don't like where I am right now. Get me out of here. And I don't look at the guy. I'm just like, you know, my eyes are shifting back and forth. Like, I'm like, what's happening? The guy kisses my hand. And then I, I pull away. And we're literally like pulling into the street, their street. And they get out of the car and they go inside and, you know, they close the door to my car and I'm like, what? It just happened. I don't want to do this anymore. (laughs) (laughs) This is, I don't understand anything. I feel like, and I have another story that's like this one. I'll, I'll save it for another show. But like, I have just a, the the smallest glimpse, the smallest taste of of what a, a lot of women experience when they have you know unwanted um, advances, propositions, or, or advances, propositions, you know uh, comments. I got I, I, you know a very small taste, and uh, boy, it's 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 awful. It's icky. Uh, it's icky. Oh, anyway uh welcome to the trailer blazers this is a, this is a podcast about movie trailers
2: the rest of the podcast will be uber stories
1: <laughs> uh i got a million of them i mean we could literally just keep keep going every episode with at least one
2: the uh, 2022 season of trailer blazers will be called the uber diaries and
1: the will, uber diaries
2: <laughs> it will contain many of these because i want to hear
1: them all uh, I, got, I got a lot I got a lot in the tank baby uh, well you know hey uh, you know, let, we, let's actually do what we do here and uh, we're going to start off what we normally start off things with was what we done had watched this past week week
0: what we done had watched this past week
2: well I, I've still been watching the X-Men animated series I'm in the final season so I'm going to run out soon and then I'm going to transition into the 90s Spider-Man animated series uh, but I just watched the season five episode uh, that takes place in the 40s where Wolverine is on a mission in Germany and he's teamed up with Captain America. Uh, so that's a good one. I'm still watching that and watched the book of Boba Fett. And this week has been the best episode so far.
1: Oh, that episode four. And, you know, I know we talked about episode. Th- I think we talked about episode three. Mm hmm. Um, just how lackluster it was. Well, at least the chase scene. I mean, the whole episode wasn't bad, but the chase scene was just, just the terrible. chase scene blew
2: in that episode. It was
1: terrible, and the design, like. It just didn't look like Star Wars. Like the, the, you're at Mos Espa on Tatooine. You, you, we don't need the Power Rangers on Vespas or whatever they yeah, were. Yeah,
2: that wasn't. I wasn't into that. Uh, it did have prequel vibes, so like, it's not like. Because everyone's like, it doesn't feel like Star Wars, and and I was like, yeah, it doesn't. But then I thought, no, it does. It feels like Attack of the Clones, uh, so it has prequel vibe energy. But uh, yeah, not my favorite. And uh, the second episode was great, but this episode was was my favorite so far. I
1: if it, if they were doing this chase scene on Naboo, I'd be like, okay, yeah, this this fits. Yeah, but not on Tatooine. I just yeah. don't, I just I just don't think on Tatooine it fits. Uh, this week, though, oh my gosh, sharp contrast! The whole episode was dope.
2: Uh huh. Yeah, everything in it was great. Uh, some some stuff that we can't. talk... I don't think we should talk about too much, you know, because some people may not may not have seen it yet. Yeah. The episode, but man the uh, the sound was in it. The sound the that sound. we love.
1: Uh, uh, a very a very nice payoff of. Uh, uh, come upins let's call it that come upins yeah some promises for next week promises for next week also wookies doing wookie things
2: yeah that guy's so cool
1: <laughs> we do like that guy kirk Kirk-Kirk-Kirk-Kirk-Kirk-Stanson. Yeah, Black
2: Kirsanton, his name. He's from the Dr. Afro comics.
1: Ah. Yeah. Uh, really digging that. So, yeah, uh, both felt really good. You know, I actually watched a couple episodes of the 90s X-Men, and uh boy, I tell you what, those Sentinels, they just destroy public property and private property just with, with reckless abandon.
2: Well, they are, you know, big corporate robots, so they don't care about anything.
1: I don't. Know, I just. I don't know how you can get away with destroying that much property. Like, like. Okay, I'm a mall owner, right? I'm not a. I'm not a mutant. I'm just a mall owner. And you like. You're destroying my mall. I think a giant
2: corporation with a government grant can get away with anything it wants.
1: Hmm. It's uh. It's a dystopia, isn't it? A dystopia.
2: Yep. It's like the Department of Damage Control in, in uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming. It's like Tony Stark broke everything, and then his company, his like contract with the dod uh c comes in and cleans up the stuff that he broke and takes it away even though they had a contract with like i feel like vulture was pretty uh uh, i think it was like pretty fair for him to
1: (laughs) become the vulture in that movie (laughs) pretty much um oh, so I watched uh, the first episode of Peacemaker. it was I was a little disappointed. it wasn't as funny as I was hoping it was gonna be.
2: Everyone says the first episode blows and then it's good after. Oh really including Jay, who also said this
1: Oh okay, okay okay well i i'll I'll check out the uh, the next episodes then if that's the case.
2: I haven't been able to start it yet I, maybe this weekend, but yeah, Jay said power through the first episode and then it gets good as it goes okay.
1: That's good. While I was on HBO Max, I saw that Squidbillies was on there, so I watched a couple episodes of Squidbillies. I've
2: never uh, been able to get into that. Is that something that hits home with you? I,
1: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that... If it, I don't know if it does really hits home. I just, think it's, I just think it's funny. I think the voice acting in it is really funny. Um, I appreciate... Uh, the, it's just weird, and I don't know. I find it funny. It, hit, it hits me right. Yeah, I,
2: I don't, I can't remember, recall any specifics from it. It's just, I, I think I found the animation off putting, and I never watched it.
1: Oh yeah, I can see that. It's kind of gross too. It's, it's a pretty gross show.
2: Yeah, but sometimes, sometimes, you know, like, sometimes you need a show like that for just a little while. <laughs> yeah. Like you can mine some good bits out of it.
1: Well, and I watched it strategic, like strategically after Peacemaker, because I was like, man, that wasn't as funny as I was hoping it was. I was like, but Squidbillies will make me laugh. So I turned it on, and and I did, in fact, laugh. Very good. Yeah. All right, so that's what we done had watched this past week. So let's talk about a little bit of here, uh, new news.
0: This is the Dumb Dudes News Network.
2: This section is a little more robust than it has been the past
1: few episodes. Yeah, I got some good news here.
2: Yeah, so first off, the Amazon Lord of the Rings series put out a. I I I at one point had this in the trailers section, but then I moved it because yeah. I don't feel like it's a real trailer, but they put out a trailer, in quotes, for yeah. the title release of their show, and it's going to be called The Rings of Power, referring to the uh, rings forged by uh, Sauron for all of the uh, rulers of Middle-earth that then turned all the men into ringwraiths and whatnot.
1: So, this, if this is uh, a key part of this series, I guess Kelleborn uh, is probably going to be a main character.
2: I should think, yeah, he would be in it. Um, and all the ringwraiths, the Witch King of Angmar and whatnot,
1: and uh, the dwarves in their halls of is, stone. Is this... Um... Is this from the Silmarillion, or are they taking a lot of license here?
2: Uh, I believe they'll be using the Silmarillion, but I, I don't know. But I, I also, my my main question for this this whole time has been, is this going to have the Peter Jackson aesthetic, and will it be an extension of those movies, or is this a separate thing? Because that, that will color my opinion of it, because to me, the peter jackson lord of the rings trilogy is the one true lord of the rings and uh i saw something the other day that said that uh it evokes it said it evokes the feel of peter jackson's without directly referencing it and i was like well that sounds like a cop-out i'm gonna uh, maybe maybe hold this at arm's length until it wins me over or not i'm just
1: i'm so leery of this show I'm just dying to see footage, and this has gotta be one of the hardest things to make because the originals are so beloved, um but not even Peter Jackson could get it right a second time he He couldn't put that lightning in the bottle the second time with the hobbit
2: he's just trying too much experimental film stuff
1: yeah, yeah i I needed more dwarves singing songs and stuff and, and less
2: and less padding
1: less padding and less uh superfluous enemies and stuff made like up that. uh love subplots with uh elves and dwarves Yeah, don't care. Guys, we the love we need is just the dwarves in camaraderie and singing songs. Like that you don't have to have a romantic that it, like why do we feel like we have to put romantic stuff in there? I don't know. Why does Hollywood feel the need to do that?
2: I don't know. I, I, I don't want to take Evangeline Lily out, but like, she doesn't need that plot, you know? She doesn't need that plot. She can just be an elf.
1: Yeah, so I don't know. This is, uh, I'm trying to not have any expectations for this. I really want to see it for what it is.
2: I'm usually not so protective of things. Like, I usually get excited when they're trying to expand things and make more content for things I like. But with this one, I'm weirdly like, Super protective of it, and and I'm, I'm so leery of this show.
1: Well, I mean, look, here here we are. You know, over tw- 20 years since the first one came out, we still quote it. Yeah, we still quote these movies. The memes are still alive. So, th- this stuff is like it's got a it's got the longest shelf life of anything. You know, so well, we, we it, it is a, it is sacred.
0: It is sacred.
2: Uh, the, whole, a- the whole the whole time I've sort of been approaching this series as Gondor has no king Gondor needs no king you know
0: Yeah
2: And uh they, they got to they're going to have to go hard to win me over is what I'm saying
1: Yeah Yeah they will All right so that uh that happened then we have a a Godzilla series I didn't even know about this
2: This came out of nowhere uh yeah. this week so Apple Apple TV Plus is going to have a Godzilla series like a monsterverse series I believe taking place in the uh godzilla American monsterverse movies universe and uh it came out of nowhere, even all of the Godzilla f- nerd friends that I have didn't know about it I, like i was the f i was the first to hear about this in that group and i I would have thought it would be one of them mm-hmm. so that's how that's how fresh off the boat this news is and uh yeah, it's a Godzilla series on on apple. Not a lot known about it at this point. Although it is coming uh executive produced by Matt Fraction, who uh wrote the best Hawkeye comic series ever. Yeah. That was
1: turned into the best Disney Plus uh Marvel show so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're exactly right. I did read the this article in kind of the description and it's basically Land of the Lost is what it sounds like.
2: Yeah, in the Hollow Earth uh from, from Godzilla vs. Kong, like Land of the Lost.
1: Yeah, it's like a it's a family trying to navigate the the this lost world, the uh, the hollow earth and it's just like, "Oh yeah, it's just land of the lost."
2: Which is fine. I mean, uh it it's probably better than the Land of the Lost.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Well, There's no claimation.
2: <laughs> no. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of land, of land of the Lost, but I think in a Godzilla context it will be better. Yeah.
1: There was there, it was there a Land of the Lost remake?
2: Yeah, Will Ferrell and Danny McBride made it, uh, and they both hated it.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's, but there's also some Fox show where uh, they go back in time to live. La Brea? No, 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 no. This it's an older show.
2: Did they like a straight up remake of Land of the Lost?
1: Terra Nova. Terra Nova. Oh,
2: yeah. I
1: it came out that. in uh, came out in 2011.
2: Yeah, right after Battlestar Galactica.
1: Ended. terra nova yeah it's uh the shannons the family it focuses on the shannons an ordinary family from 2149 when the planet is dying her transported back 85 million years to prehistoric earth where they you know gotta make a living
2: it's a living <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah terra nova so so this look hey this story has been told land of the lost terra nova lost in space the Swiss family Robinson. This stuff has been this story has been told a million times.
2: Yeah, and it achieved perfection in nineteen ninety eight with the Lost in Space feature film. So we don't need to try anymore.
1: In nineteen ninety eight? When when Undertaker threw mankind off hell in a cell. As God is my witness,
2: he is broken in in nineteen ninety eight it achieved perfection. Uh, but I will watch this Godzilla series for sure.
1: Uh, oh yeah like we're all about Godzilla content absolutely i mean heck we even wa- we even watched the crappy three Godzilla movies before the the good show came That's out It's true It's true folks all right so then last piece of news here Black Panther delayed yet again
2: Yeah this time for COVID making it the first movie to be filmed one line at a time
1: <laughs> Uh when is the, when did it get delayed to
2: It's more that the, the it's still maintaining its release date uh of of this November which feel or no did they push it to next year i think they might have bumped this to the beginning of next year because uh i think the marvels comes out in november now yeah so this will be the beginning of next year but uh it got delayed because letitia wright hurt herself doing stunts a couple times and it got delayed a couple times for covid and now it's delayed again so they come in they film for five minutes and then they delay it uh shooting again so
1: letitia wright she's she's shuri yeah yeah, she's, she's kind of frail-looking, like the actress herself. She shouldn't be doing stunts. No, we, we, we've, we've talked about this. We've talked about this.
2: I just don't think actors should do their own stunts because it creates jobs for stunt people. Except for Tom Cruise, who wanted to be a stuntman, and uh, his agents forced him to be a, a lead. Basically ruining his life. The only rich person I feel sorry for.
1: God, he was in Top Gun, though. I don't know if I can feel sorry for him. He was in Top Gun. Yeah, but
2: like... That I think Tom Cruise was the most famous person in the world, and I think that drove him insane. Because like, he's clearly yeah. insane, and I think he's probably dangerous in certain ways. But I don't think he wanted to be what he is. Hmm. I think he wanted to be a, a, a gay stuntman. And, and I think Hollywood and his agents and managers and stuff made him be a straight a leading man, and that's not the way he wanted to be.
0: An interesting
1: theory. That's just what I think about Tom Cruise. Who's unhappier in Hollywood, Tom Cruise or uh, Bruce Willis? Bruce Willis.
2: I think Tom Cruise has been burned out inside, and so he's no longer like the Tom Cruise that was is gone, and he was replaced basically by a husk. I think he's he's over. So I think Bruce Willis is sad because he's still sentient.
1: Mm. Mm. Uh. Well, that's a that's a question that uh, that we may never know the answer to. Uh, but you know what we do have? Uh, what do we have? We have the NuNu. 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 Trailer, folks, we have an Adele Dazeen.
2: We have an Adele Dazeen. This is true. But the first one is uh, the reason that we are here today.
1: It is. Uh, so we have a proper trailer for Moon Knight. Marvel's Moon Knight.
2: Moon Knight is one of the more obscure Marvel characters, admittedly. But one of my all-time favorite ones. One of the ones that I'm well-read on and well-versed in. Uh, The the other obscure character that is my favorite is Echo, who also was in something this year and has a show coming out as well. So we're basically living in a time, for me, designated for my favorite comic characters. Uh, So I'm getting all my weird things that I like, like the Eternals and Moon Knight and uh, Echo and... Uh, all that stuff. They're probably going to make a Beta Ray Bill
1: movie later this year. Well, that's what I was just going to say. Like, when do I get Beta Ray Bill and when do I get Longshot?
2: Longshot uh, would be very good in a James Gunn-directed movie, I think.
1: Well, we're going to have to... They'd have to do Mojo World and they'd have to be the X... they have to introduce the X-Men first. So, like, he's a long way off. He's a
2: long way off, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. If anything... They should make a uh, like a series, like a live, like a Disney Plus
1: series, you know. If if they made a live action series, it would have to be a buddy series, like they always do. Yep. Obviously, Dazzler is the is the the easy choice. Yeah. I always thought, what if what if uh, you had a buddy cop movie with with Longshot and and Domino, and so they both have good luck, but they're the the only thing is that their luck. Their lucks clash like what might be good luck for one of them is not for the other, and so it like you get hijinks ensue.
2: And I say we bring back Zazzy for Domino.
1: I'd be I'd be fine with that. I'd be fine with that.
2: I'm gonna read the plot description for Moon Knight. It's a former U.S. Marine struggling with. Well, is he a Marine? He's not a Marine. He's a mercenary. I don't know if he's a Marine. Maybe in the. in the, in the Disney Plus show. Former yeah. U.S. Marine struggling with disassociative identity disorder is granted the powers of an Egyptian moon god, but he soon finds out that these newfound powers can be both a blessing and a curse to his troubled life. So, for people who don't know Moon Knight, Mark Spector is a mercenary who is in Egypt. He gets basically left for dead in, in the desert. And then uh, Khonshu, the the moon god, who's like a bird, head, bird skull head god, gives him... The cloak of the moon which is his costume basically and it revives him but he has to become the fist of the moon which is the moon knight and so he basically is a servant of kanshu who takes up residence in his head which is what causes him to have multiple personalities because it's he has god in his head so he's a little skewed and the only way to maintain sanity is to compartmentalize different parts of himself so in the comics mark specter is his main body there's uh, Stephen Grant, who is like a millionaire playboy character, although in the trailer for this he seemed to be like a gift shop employee in a museum, so I think they're not – they're probably like, we already had the billionaire playboy character. So they're changing Steven Grant a, a bit up in here, which is fine. Uh, and then there's Mr. Knight, who's like kind of like a, a wacky tuxedoed version of Moon Knight. Who just is? It's it's really hard to explain Mr. Knight in a in a small amount of time. Uh, there's a cab driver named Jake Lockley, and then there's uh, there's one that's I think called oh what's the he's got like one that's like an inner child type thing that talks to him sometimes. I can't remember the name of that one, but that one's hardly ever in it. It's mainly either Mark Spector, or Stephen Grant, Mr. Knight, Jake Lockley, or Moon Knight himself. And what are the powers of Moon Knight? Moon Knight is uh, able to. Well, he's got, like, God's strength and he can. I don't know, he's. Leap, he leap some, across buildings? Yeah, he's sort of mostly just strong. And I don't know, he has all these weird magic weapons and stuff. Although some some of his weapons were forged by Hawkeye, who had gone back in time and presented all of these weapons to. These ancient Egyptians who then passed them down until they became Moon Knight's weapons, and then he ran into Hawkeye, and Hawkeye was like, "Hey, I made that."
1: He's a, but he's a street level character.
2: Yeah, he's a, he's like a daredevil kind of type, smaller scale. He's smaller scale because he's so weird and hard to work with. Uh, he doesn't t- team up well he's sort of one of the supernatural guys so he's like on the level with ghost rider and blade and and he's fighting monsters and supernatural things so this is probably i think this year with like doctor strange and uh uh ebony blade being in eternals like uh the black knight and blade being in in that and all the stuff, they're starting to get all the Midnight Suns characters in, so they're going to start doing the supernatural stuff, you know? Like Marvel Knights, mm-hmm. Daredevil, uh, uh, Ghost Rider, stuff like that.
1: We we all want Marvel Knights. We do.
2: And there was a Ghost Rider sticker in the elevator when uh, in this trailer when he says he's looking for a contact lens.
1: Give it to us, precious. Uh, so this looks fun. I'm just hoping that we don't get too much into the, oh, I don't know what's real and what's what's in the mind and all this kind of stuff like we've done a million times i'm not i'm not into that
2: he's it's all real he just sometimes doesn't think like so sometimes the stuff the other personalities do he dreams about or like he feels as dreams but it's not dreams it's just what the other what he was doing while he was the other people so that's in the trailer when he says he can't tell the difference between dreams it's because it's not dreams he's doing these
1: things yeah okay So, uh, when did you say this comes out? I forget. Uh, It comes out March 30th. Okay, so not too far away. Nope. Not too far. All right, so then the next trailer we have here is The Man Who Fell to Earth.
2: Yeah, this is a remake of the uh, 1976 David Bowie movie. Uh, An alien who arrives on Earth at a turning point in human evolution and must confront his own past to determine our future. Uh, This stars uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor, and looking at the cast, the only other person that I recognize oh, well, Rob Delaney's in it, and Kate Mulgrew is in it. Oh, Naomi Harris, she was uh, Tia Dalma in Pirates of the Caribbean and Shriek in Venom 2. And so she was the worst character in, <laughs> in Venom 2. Um, yeah, so I, I probably won't watch this.
1: Mm, yeah, uh, and he do not look like no alien to me, innit? in it.
2: In it. No, David Bowie at
1: least looks like an alien. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs>
2: also, this is on Showtime, so no one will see it because no one has Showtime.
1: No, nobody has Showtime. Uh, who has Showtime? No one. You know, it, it's Showtime. It does not. It's <laughs> no, it doesn't. It. It's HBO. Uh Yeah, this is, does not look interesting to me. Bye. Right. Uh next trailer we have here is Severance.
2: Speaking of Tom Cruise, Adam Scott is turning into Tom Cruise. How so? Look at him and look at him. I'm going to send you this picture. Uh the IMDb link, and I want you to tell me that he does not look like Tom Cruise.
1: I don't think he does. Uh, Tom Cruise is much more handsome to to me.
2: Well, that's because uh, he has more work done than Adam Scott, who is like a normal person. But look at the shape of his face. Like, look at that picture in the in the upper left. That looks like Tom Cruise.
1: That looks like the cover of Vanilla Sky. I don't know. That's a... Uh, I don't know, dude. I don't know.
2: He looks like the... Okay, he looks like the middle anamorph between Paul McCartney and Tom Cruise. Okay, now there it is. Yep. There it is. Yeah. So the plot of this is Mark leads a team of office workers whose memories have uh, been surgically divided between their work and personal lives. When a mysterious colleague appears outside of work, it begins a journey to discover the truth about their jobs. Um, this has a very Philip K. Dick vibes. I don't yes. know if it's based... Jess said that as well. Uh, I don't know if it's actually based on Philip K. Dick work, but it could be easily. I think it looks pretty good.
1: Yeah, it's got a really interesting premise. Uh, here's the the crucial thing Here is absolutely crucial, is they have to get the pacing right. That is because true. Because if you don't... Uh, add to the the mystery, or uh, you know, if you don't go like, if you don't start adding those layers on real early on, like, like f- at least for me, like I'm gonna peace out. Like I was like, I don't have time to, for this slow burn. Like I need you got to hold my attention, and so they have to get the pacing right. If if literally, if the pacing is not right in the first two episodes, I will not watch. I will not watch it.
2: This. Uh, series has Deacon Lockman in it And she is extremely pretty And not in enough things So that is enough to make me watch at least three episodes if it's, Put, if Send it's me the good. link who, who are you talking about? Who
1: Deacon Lachman Don't know who she is
2: um, Did you watch the first season of Altered Carbon? Yeah She was in that
1: Here's her IMDB Oh yes I know her She's uh, She was in
2: Dollhouse
1: yeah, she she should be in the man who fell to earth because she looks like an alien.
2: Yeah, yeah, she got she's got an interesting, unique look. I like that.
1: Yeah, she looks like a cartoon.
2: She's a Tibetan
1: mm. and Australian. Everybody's Australian.
2: Yeah, she's half Australian and half Tibetan. I may I may check this out.
1: What is this coming out on? Apple, Apple. Yeah, so I, maybe I'll check this out just to see. You you got you got two episodes and then uh, you you gotta do it. you gotta hook me within two episodes here.
2: You got three for for Deacon for me.
1: I got you. Uh, all right. So the next trailer we have here is Gasoline Alley.
2: Saban.
0: Saban. Uh,
2: this is the Saban Sad Bruce of the week. Uh, but now, along with Bruce, we have what's this? Sad Luke Wilson.
1: Ah oh, beans. Ah oh, beans. This this trailer. Whoever cut this trailer said, you know what? You know what? What I like to see in trailers uh men turning their heads and looking
2: yeah devon sawa turns his head around so much in this trailer that i'm surprised he didn't fall over from being dizzy
1: <laughs> there's there's what when when they do their names it's like it's like Devin sawa luke wilson it's a shot of them turning their head and looking and then another shot of them just looking <laughs> it's like it's <laughs> the whole trailer is just men turning their heads and looking it's ridiculous remember
2: when devon sawa was casper the friendly ghost
1: Oh wow. Wow. Is that was that nineteen ninety seven, eight? Ninety five. Oh wow. Golly. That's over twenty that's over twenty five years.
2: I should probably check. I, I say these dates so confidently, but I oh it is ninety five. <laughs> I was like I say this so confidently, but it's just all from my mind.
1: Nick, that was twenty seven years ago.
2: Yeah. So uh, he was he was Casper twenty seven years ago i just heard this guy devin sawa i just heard him on an episode of the king cast stephen king podcast i listened to i i kind of remember him seeming like kind of a weirdo so it kind of makes sense to me that he's in the saban movie and bruce willis obviously because you know he films for one week and then he goes back to whatever sad bruce does but luke wilson makes me sad like luke just instead of this just be in wes anderson movies and don't be in anything else if that's all you
1: can get Just, like, don't buy a yacht this month or whatever rich people do.
2: Don't, like, when Owen Wilson was in that stupid Behind Enemy Lines movie, uh, I was like, just, I was was like, because I like Owen Wilson, because Rushmore, and uh, not Rushmore, um, Bottle Rocket is such a good movie, Wes Anderson. I mean, Rushmore's good, too. But Rushmore's actually my favorite Wes Anderson movie. But uh, Bottle Rocket's such a good movie. And it's got Owen and Luke Wilson in it. So anytime after Bottle Rocket, which is their first movie, that they've done anything I didn't like, I'm like, just be in Wes Anderson movies and nothing else. <laughs> Royal Tenenbaums, man.
0: Wow. Oh, wow. Come on, man. Come on, man.
2: Don't be in these <laughs> crappy movies, Luke. I mean, come on. Just be in a Wes movie. And he makes one every other year. You know?
1: Come, wow. <laughs> You could make a healthy living just, wow. you could do just one Wes Anderson movie every two years and be just fine. You could live just fine, I bet.
2: Yeah, because all of his movies get Oscar nominated because they're all good, and then people think highly of you instead of me seeing the Saban movie and being sad.
1: Stop buying wine yachts.
2: Stop buying wine yachts, Luke Wilson. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's probably the the name of the episode. (laughs) Yeah,
1: because uh, uh, I think about I think about Johnny Depp buying all that wine and it's just like you know you could do other things instead of just buying wine all the time
2: yeah wow I
1: mean maybe you entertain maybe you entertain a lot and, and you know you need wine for that like that that sounds okay but like don't, maybe don't buy as much wine hey buy she some beer she
2: has a name man it's Inez yeah and I'm dignin man I do those <laughs> Wes Anderson movies Love him. That's the kind of white person I am, is the Wes Anderson kind.
1: Yeah, your, your, your white-o-meter is real high right now. Yeah, I love me, Wes Anderson. <laughs> Alright, so then the uh, the next trailer we have here. Oh, this, oh, Cuphead. We have a trailer for Cuphead, a show based on the game.
2: This is the Cuphead show. Yeah, follow the misadventures of the impulsive Cuphead and his cautious but persuadable brother Mugman in this animated series based on the hit video game. That video game is too hard, but it was like so pretty that I, I felt like I was missing out with my inability to play it.
1: Yeah, I never got to play it, but I love the 1930s animation style.
2: Yeah, that game is like Galaga on meth. It's just it's too hard. I have tried to play it with Kevin a couple times uh, at his house, and we, it was too hard. And I was like, I'm missing out on this. But now I can watch this animated, because I love this this old like 1920s 1930s animation, you know. Uh so now I feel it's like cool. I have a way of
1: doing it. I, I love that the bad guy and this is the devil. Uh-huh. No, <laughs> like the devil. The devil. <laughs> it's great. I I want to watch this just for the animation style.
2: 100% for the animation I want to watch it. Uh hopefully it's like funny and well written, but the animation yeah. is so good and I love that style, that just that look. Uh yeah. The the game is cool, but it's just so hard.
1: Yeah, it's it's I I know I've heard it's like ridiculous hard. Mm-hmm. So that is coming. Is that coming out on Netflix? It is coming out on Netflix and on February eighteenth. Oh, man. February is going to be a good month, man. We got the Olympics. We got Cuphead. We got uh, IndyCar starting back up. It's going to be a good month for old Benny.
2: I hope y'all are ready to hear about curling a lot on this podcast.
1: Hey, we will talk. I'll talk about curling because I will watch it. The Creepy Curlers will be back. The Creepy Curlers. Oh, my gosh. Have we been recording long enough for the Creepy Curlers? Yep. That is great. All right, so um, all right, so the next trailer we have here is Our Flag Means Death. This is that Taika Waititi thing.
2: Yeah, the year is 1717. Wealthy Landover, Steed Bonnet, has a midlife crisis and decides to blow up his cushy life to become a pirate. It does not go well, based on a true story. Uh, this stars uh, Rhys Darby, who everyone knows and loves from What We Do in the Shadows, the movie, as the leader of the werewolves. And uh, he is playing uh steve or steed stead steed bonnet and then taika waititi is blackbeard and fred is fred armisen's in it and leslie jones is in it and uh there's a bunch of other funny people in this the best thing about it is that fred armisen is in it and taika and reese darby
1: yeah we are we love uh, fred armisen around here uh so i'll i'll watch it this uh, this is a red band trailer by the way so this is probably gonna this will be rated i guess tv mature mature yeah tv mature um i didn't really find this trailer i didn't laugh out loud at this trailer so i hope they're saving it you know saving the funny stuff it seemed
2: like they were just putting out the premise in this only i i think you're right yeah i think you're right because <clears throat> like they didn't even show any fred armisen lines in this and he's right top build in the imdb cast yeah and obviously everything
1: he says is funny in life
2: and they barely yeah. even showed taika
1: they didn't even show his whole face. It's like just nope. the bottom half of his, of his face. Yeah,
2: so they're saving that. I think it'll
1: be good though. Yeah, it was pretty teasery. So that's coming out, and that is HBO Max.
2: Yeah, it's on HBO. Uh, I don't have a date because I already
1: X'd out the IMDb window. <laughs> I guess you'll never know, folks. You'll just have to you'll have to Google it. Coming soon. Super cool is the next trailer we have.
2: Lifelong friends, Neil and Gilbert's undeniable bond is tested to the limits when Neil makes a magical wish that comes true. With the assistance of Neil's charismatic neighbor, Jimmy, and Gilbert's wild ideas, Neil endures one epic night. This is a complete ripoff of Superbad, even the name is, but only they added a magical wish element to it.
1: Yeah, so this guy wishes he was super cool. So everybody sees him differently. Even when he looks in the mirror, he looks like a different person. Yep. But the person that he look is supposed to look like or that other people see him as yeah it, it's just it looks like a dude with a lot of plastic surgery yeah he
2: doesn't look real he looks even weird yeah. like, this guy looks like if uh if you went to like great value miles teller you know the dude from whiplash and uh oh wait he was in the bad fantastic four i never watched too he was in he he, he looks
1: uh, like he looks like a guy that people think is handsome in the year 2075 <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh
1: He looks like a he looks like a guy with a face who has seen Twitter version 2.
2: Yeah. That guy's an AI on the Citadel. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> I I was like this is a which is a weird casting.
2: Do you ever notice that like if I if I do something like I'm replaying Mass Effect, which is completely not time sensitive right now, but a lot of my references go back to that and People have to sort of readjust their temporal location to get my references.
1: Not me, because uh, Mass Effect is always in the back of my mind.
2: I wonder how many people, if people notice that, like, because when I, when I watched Mad Men, I kept referencing Mad Men to people and it's like, that show's been over for 10 years and I'm like, yeah, but I just watched it again.
1: (laughs) You know, hey, you know what I was thinking about when I was playing through Mass Effect? um, I was like, you know what? If this is the future, like I can accept this as like a, an acceptable future, like you know, you know, nobody can predict the future, and I and you always wonder what's it going to be like. But if if it was like this, I'd be okay.
2: Yeah, I would. I would. I would. I strive for the Mass Effect future. Uh, sans yeah.
1: Reapers. Yeah. I was about to say without the Reapers, without the Reapers, yeah. and and I could probably do without the husks, but that's Reapers. That's tech, Reapers. So that's, yeah. No, yeah,
2: that's Reapers. No Reapers. I just want to chill with like. You know,
1: aliens. I wouldn't be one of them spacists. Uh, all right, so the next trailer we have here is The Desperate Hour. This is
2: also known as Lakewood. Uh, I don't know where the difference is, like where it's what. what. Bit. On IMDb, it's Lakewood, but the trailer clearly says it's called The Desperate Hours. So this is a mother desperately races against time to save her child as authorities place her small town on lockdown. And this stars Naomi Watts, uh, from, uh, Mulholland Drive and King Kong and Twin Peaks. And, uh, my, f- the reason I put this on is because I wanted to talk about my favorite thing about Naomi Watts is when she told David Lynch, who she's like friends with and a frequent collaborator, that she got cast in King Kong in the, uh, the Fay Wray role. David Lynch said, Naomi! A woman who stands in the hand of King Kong will be a movie star for life <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love David Lynch, and uh this movie looks as Jess said like they filmed it in the pandemic because she's by herself the whole time uh it doesn't look good, no. but I really wanted to do that that David Lynch quote
1: <laughs> this is uh. Vertical Entertainment, which uh, th- it's Vertical Entertainment Week, because like I think another one of the trailers is Vertical Entertainment. I didn't
2: even notice that.
1: Yeah, I think maybe Super Cool was. Uh, well, so yeah, th- it's Vertical Entertainment Week. But you know, th- th- there's a there's a shot in this where she's running. So she's out in the woods, right? And it's just her on her phone, and she and she she's running. And she trips on a root. Uh huh. And the way she falls. She doesn't even catch herself. She falls sideways, which is fine. You could just reach your arm out and catch yourself, even if you have a phone. Like, you, you use your knuckles or you drop your phone and catch yourself. But no, no, this lady falls flat on her head on another route. And it's just like, who, who, who falls like that? Like, who trips on a route and falls like that? It doesn't even make any effort to catch yourself where your arms are by your side, where your, where your arm's tied by your side. This is so stupid. Like, you know what? Matter of fact, this, I, I put this in the group. I put this in a grouping of stupid stuff that Hollywood continues to do, these stupid tropes that, is, that it is nothing like real life. Okay, so I'm talking about stuff like when a character takes, takes some pills without a glass of water or whatever, they just pop them in their mouth and swallow Nobody does that.
2: I don't uh, take water with pills. I swallow pills dry.
1: Okay, you, you know what? You, you might be a serial killer. Are you a serial killer and I don't know?
2: No. I, uh... That's
1: serial killer stuff.
2: I I sometimes cry when I listen to the true crime podcast. <laughs> so I don't have it in me. I get sad for the victims.
1: Well, uh, you 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 must uh, you must hate yourself taking pills without without water. Just letting your let, I just I just want my pill. I just love it when my pills get stuck in my throat. The the, the dry coating. Why is this, Why are these pills getting stuck in your throat? Just swallow it. You can't. I, I'm a fremen. Okay, I don't have a lot of saliva like in my esophagus. Just swallow the pill. What are you a child? I would swallow it and it gets stuck in my throat. It gets stuck like halfway down like in my chest. I can literally feel it where my like where my sternum is. Well, I don't have that problem.
2: Maybe you should go to the doctor.
1: <laughs> well, I don't think people do that. I think I think that's made up. Also, when people like just splash water on their face like I got to go to the bathroom and splash water. No he We know about
2: that. We know about my thing with this, right? That I do this to make you wrong. About this, I like. I, I think, I think every. This. I think everything on this list.
1: I'm gonna go. I'm gonna keep going down this list. I uh, do this, Nick, and, and you're gonna say you do. All, okay, do you move the controller around very animatedly when you're playing video games? No, that drives me insane.
2: <laughs> I hate okay. that too. Now, I, I swallow pills without water, uh, unless it's the little round vitamin D ones. That I can't do the round ones. The round ones get stuck. But like a like a ibuprofen, like or like a big pill, you know. I can swallow without water. I splash water on my face specifically to make people like you wrong.
1: Uh, So I do that all the time. All the time! Just so you're wrong. I'm going to make an Instagram personal video and I'm going to send you an instant message and it's going to be me with a video game controller moving it around. I hate that.
2: (laughs) On Big Bang Theory, uh, yeah, everyone, like, I I guess it's, like, illegal to watch that show or something. But I watched it because... Kelly Cuoco, come on, so uh on that show, whenever they play video games, it would be like these people have never played a video game in their entire lives like,
1: it's like it's like it's it's like they're um it's like dukes of hazard when they're in the driver and they're just they're just moving the, they're bouncing in the seat and moving the wheel around. It's like God, nobody that, who drives like that? who drives like that? yeah the steering Th- that's wheel not even moves. Yeah, you when you drive you you make very minute corrections. It's I hate that kind of stuff. I hate I why do they keep doing this? They keep doing this and that drives me insane. Well,
2: I'm I'm with you on fifty percent of these.
1: I need to go to the bathroom and splash some water in my face real yeah. quick. Can you just give me a second? I do that all the time. Uh all right, so like the next trailer we got here is Vikings Valhalla, and this is directly related to the show, I believe.
2: I was uh having a hard time following that because it said it was from the producers of it and it has the same logo but it's on netflix and not history channel oh wait it does say on imdb it says follow-up series to Vikings, set 100 years after and centering on the adventures of leif erickson freitas harold hud i'm not gonna read all these viking names who cares but uh it it doesn't look as good as the history channel one did
1: no, it doesn't. It, like it looks lower budget than the yeah. show, than the actual show, which is weird. I mean, I, that, they had a pretty high budget, um, and it, but this, this, you know who, you know what, this is missing.
0: Uh,
2: Catherine Winnick.
1: That's exactly right. Yeah, the, the, I'm not interested. Yeah,
2: uh, you're gonna bring in a Viking show and not have Floki or or, or Lagatha? Like Lagatha first, prime prime of all, you're gonna have her in it. It's Catherine Winnick.
1: Look just just cast Katherine Winnick as the fourth generation after and then you know color her hair red or brown or something you just say oh yeah i'm like the fourth grand great 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 granddaughter or whatever
2: or we just keep her blonde and just pretend she's another person i could do that yeah
1: i could do that and i oh, i could do that so this uh, i don't i don't i don't want to so they say uh they call it england in the was that were they calling it england at that point in history i don't feel like they were
2: well in the vikings show on history channel they used the proper terminology for everything so like they're like northumbria and stuff the king yeah and, yeah and uh wessex wessex and stuff i don't know when it became england if this is the Leif erickson times maybe parts of it were england by then i don't know hmm. though
1: yeah uh, well, correct us, guys. You can correct us. We don't. We don't think it, they call it England, but maybe we're wrong. Maybe we're the dumb dudes. You know,
2: we've never been wrong before, so that would be new. It
1: would be a new thing for us. All right. So the next trailer we have here is the pilot.
2: December of 1941, Northwestern Front. A German tank column is moving towards Moscow. During a mission to stop the enemy advance, Nikolai Komlev's IL-2 is shot down. Komlev manages to crash land his plane on a remote forest clearing. He's alive but far from friendly territory. That's the
1: plot of this. Uh, This is Russian, so I'm not going to watch it just out of of principle because I'm a red-blooded American and I don't dig Russia.
2: What if it was an American movie about Russia?
1: I don't... I don't think so because I can't I can't root for a, a Russian. He's a dirty Russian.
2: Uh Enemy at the Gates is the best World War II movie of all time and that's about uh Russia.
1: I don't care about Russia. Hmm.
2: Well, America's America's not so great either.
1: Uh I never yeah I, and you'll notice I never said it was. No, I never <laughs> said it was. Uh, you know, but at least um, uh, at least we're not cheating at the at the Olympics.
2: Yeah. No Russia's Russia's basically a real life, like right now current Russia is a real life Bond villain.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it absolutely is. Like invading country. It's the it's it's the year 2022 and we're invading countries, guys. We we are literally centuries past invading countries. Yes, come we are on. centuries past that. I said leave Ukraine alone. Just leave What is your obsession with Ukraine? Why do you want it? It's not yours. Yeah, what, what, like, what, you want the food? You, after the, the, their cuisine? Yeah, borscht. you gonna eat some borscht? <laughs> you, you're gonna boil some bacon with them and put mayonnaise on it? Like, get out. Yeah, no. Uh,
2: the one thing I will say about the Soviet Union is, man, did they have a standardized educational system that made it really easy to move around between those countries.
1: And they have good engineers. Mm-hmm. I'll
2: give them that. I mean, the people are fine. It's the governments. Yeah. Same with the... U.S. But in the U.S., not even about 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 a third of the people are fine. Probably, <laughs> we got some crumb bums here.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, people say, "Well, Ben, you got a double standard because the U.S. government ain't great, and only like a third of your your citizens are great." Well, you know, I'm, this probably the same. Like, hey, I, do you watch? Uh, do you follow? Look at this Russian on on Instagram. I do. Not all the Russian, <laughs> not all the Russian people are great, guys. Like they're weirdos. Giant giant superpowers are no good. Here, here's here's uh, I'll make a statement. I'm gonna make a statement, okay? Mm-hmm. The weirdest white people in the world are Ru- are in Russia and Florida.
2: <laughs> Russia is the Florida of Europe. It,
1: uh, well, is it Europe or is it Asia?
2: Oh yeah, well it's Eurasia.
1: Eurasia it's the it's the Florida of Eurasia. Eurasia,
2: my Asia. It's not the point.
1: If you don't follow, look at this Russian on Instagram. I I. Uh, that is your tip, that's a tip, that's a tip, go follow it.
2: You can get it from either my or Ben's follows on Instagram, because we both follow that account.
1: It is one of the weirdest accounts, man, let me tell you. Alright, so uh, the next trailer we have here is Expired.
2: In an uncharted future, two hardened souls meet and confront each other with the things they have done and what they have become. Starring Hugo Weaving and a bunch of people you haven't heard of.
1: This is beneath Hugo Hugo weeping.
2: Uh, it is, and it seems like he would think it is, based on what I know of him. So this is very strange that he's in it.
1: He must have really needed a paycheck. The, the guy was Red Skull. The, this is beneath him. He was Elrond. He was Elrond. He, he was in the
2: Matrix. He knows... I feel like he knows what's good. And I don't know. This doesn't... Something must have grabbed him with it. Uh, although in this he does look like his Australian friend Sam Neill, so, so I think when you're an old Australian, you just must look like this because they look exactly the same now.
1: <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, you know, I, I think it should be, um, I think it should be illegal to make low-budget movies in cyberpunk worlds with like um, like Blade Runner vibes. I agree. It, it should be illegal.
2: I agree. It should be illegal.
1: It is now illegal. Uh that's the law. The book is book. <laughs>
2: yeah, this looks bad. I don't know. It's we needed to have twelve trailers and this is a trailer. <laughs> yeah,
1: this is what you get, folks. All right, the Adele Dezinth trailer that we have is Joe versus Carol, a show about a show.
2: And it's not even on the same
1: thing as the show was on. I expected this to be on Netflix, but it's on Peacock very strange um i just don't like i I just i I was watching this like we've already seen this why i don't understand this it's already ridiculous you can't do a ridiculous version of it it's already absurd i have a theory okay
2: and it's that this was born of the desire to do impressions of these people
1: yeah this is like a snl sketch that they made a show yeah about like
2: because it stars kate mckinnon as carol baskin Oh, yeah. this is about Tiger King. If anyone didn't know, um, yeah, Carol Baskin. I feel like Kate McKinnon has been Carol Baskin on SNL, uh, and it's Joe Cameron, way. John Cameron Mitchell is Joe Exotic. Uh, I didn't watch the Tiger King, so I, I sort of don't know the anything about this.
1: At all, <laughs> I mean it, it. It looks like it looks like people playing Tiger King. Like it, like I've, I why I've already seen this. Why do I want to watch a show about it? I've already seen it. I
2: didn't. The only time I was starting to be interested is when Nicholas Cage wanted to play Joe Exotic, but then he dropped out of that, and I was like, well, now I don't care anymore because I don't like Joe Exotic. I don't care <laughs> about Tiger King.
1: I, look, I watched I watched season one. I watched all of it. Th- this would make more sense if the show didn't exist and it was there was just a podcast, right? Because it was a podcast too, I believe. Hey, it might have been.
2: I, I I can't stress how little I followed the Tiger King uh, saga.
1: Yeah, uh, me and Aaron definitely watched it, but it, it, this this would make sense if it was just a podcast and not a show. But there is a show, so this is pointless to me. I'm not gonna watch this. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. watch it either. Yeah. Uh, Alright, well that does it for all the new new trailers folks, and that brings us to the trailer mailers.
2: You've got mail. Last week we asked what cartoons, like X-Men, you would like to see Return picking up where it left off, and what franchise would you like to see animated in a cool way like Arcane. We didn't get a lot of answers, but our answers were long enough to make this a, a healthy segment.
1: Yeah, so Squid said, uh, You and Ben took my answers for questions times. Uh, for firstly, I'd like to second the vote for more dino riders and inhumanoids. Because you're a, cause you're a, a person of taste. Uh, and then he says, While adding gargoyles to the list for a cartoon revival. Then for a new cartoon with good animation, I'll second Dresden Files, obviously. And add my own. I'd like a new cartoon that tells the kinds of stories Harry Harryhausen used to tell. With each season taking on a different story. Jason and the Argonauts, Jack and the Giant Killer, or Jack the Giant Killer, Sinbad—all the good old adventure movies with awesome monsters. I
2: love those Harryhausen movies; it's so good. Uh, Sinbad was a great one. Uh, Josh, Josh, my friend Josh, uh, said he he mentioned that he didn't he wasn't enjoying the way that he was just texting me the answers and and I would read them verbatim in a haphazard texty way. So this. This one is overkill. He says, "My dearest Benjamin and Nicholas, 'Tis been a cold winter here in Minnesota. The crops are not sustaining us and the times have been bleak. The hot dish can only go so much to fill our be- can only do so much to fill our bellies." But I digress. In regards to your inquiry, specifically the one referring to what IP I would like to see given the arcane treatment, I would have to say the Mistborn series by Brandon Sanderson. Not only would the action and style of the novels match perfectly with Arcane, the Mistborn series is also three separate books, which would fit the three-act structure of Arcane. I hope this answers to your satisfaction, and I wish wish you both nothing but happiness. Your humble listener and fan, Maximilian Vermilion Billion Esquire. It's actually me, Josh. So, you know, you send me a few text messages. I read them verbatim. It turns them into like a Civil War soldier <laughs> writing home. Thank you, Josh. Very good.
1: Very good, Josh. Robo said, gargoyles, gargoyles, gargoyles. And he, he, he says that a bunch more times. So he really wants gargoyles. Um, And then he, also, he says also Thundercats, which uh, that'd be awesome.
2: Thundercats, I think, or gargoyles would both do good in the arcane style. But I think gargoyles just... I think we have a consensus amongst half of the people here that gargoyles should be brought back, and I agree. Uh, I really like the NECA gargoyle action figure line they've been putting out recently. Very cool, detailed gargoyle figures. Um, Kevin said, Ted Turner robbed me of the continuation of my beloved SWAT cats for being, quote, too violent, quote. Same thing that happened to humanoids, Kevin. And I still demand that reboot and for question number two it's probably the heavy cosplay bias speaking here but i think a dragon age animated series would look dope in the arcane
1: style he's not wrong he's a- he's actually right on both fronts swat cats was dope yep agreed uh yep and then dragon age uh, i didn't like the video games all that much but i would love a arcane style show about it because it'd be great fantasy i agree
2: that yeah and it would it matches like the style matches uh dragon age because like the little uh paintings that- are in Dragon Age are sort of in that style almost, mm. so it sort of fits that way. Um, yeah, yeah I answer. think that's a good answer. And uh, I'm trying to think. Did they make? They made like a weird Dragon Age anime that I think Kevin didn't care
1: for. So,
2: oh, did they? Yeah, I think they they made a Mass Effect one and a Dragon Age one, and I think they weren't uh, well received.
1: I, mean, I know they made comic books, a uh, Mass Effect comic books. I don't remember. A, oh wait, <sighs> I'm certain
2: that they made. A Mass Effect one. I believe there was a Dragon Age one that Kevin didn't like. Or he didn't care for it anyway. I'm sure it was like, he was like, oh eh, it was probably fine, but.
1: There is an animated feature film set set in the Mass Effect universe during the events of Mass Effect 2. Produced by Bioware, Funimation, and Toei Entertainment.
2: Yeah, I don't think it was very well received. Did I watch this? Or did I
1: not watch this? Beats me, man. I didn't watch it. Freddie prince jr played james vega well he was ve- he-
2: he's vega in the
1: yeah mass effect 3 yeah.
2: and uh iron bull in dragon and dragon age 2
1: yeah they're not they're not uh all the same voice actors
2: but Freddie prince jr is
1: yeah Freddie prince jr
2: he uh he's friends with a friend of mine we have a mutual friend friend of a friend yeah shout out to my friend jackie
1: she probably, uh, she listens to shot. No, she probably doesn't. She got better Final stuff to show. do. <laughs>
2: if you have better stuff to do, you can follow us on Instagram at trailerblazers podcast, or you can email us at trailerblazers pod at gmail.com. Yeah, if you want, you can follow us on Twitter at trailer underscore blazers. Don't try and get in contact us with us there because we don't check the updates. We never will. Uh, if you're feeling like a generous, little gargoyle, you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, which is still the best way for the show to gain traction, and if you do that, Quick Manky's going to tell you what happens. Over to you.
0: Yeah, folks, hey, tell you what. You let that fire start riding on there, and uh, it will be appreciative for that, but if you do that, now, if you do that, you can avoid being a Russian feller, or a Russian woman, and uh, like, and especially one of them Russian folks that splash water on their face all the time, like Nick does. Nick, he admittedly he does it, but he also, that fella over there, Nick, likes to take pills, just swallowing dry pills. And uh, to me, that's a crazy person. I don't, you know, that's, and I don't want to use that term loosey-goosey, but uh, that means crazy. Hey, look. If you got to take pills, folks, get your glass of water. It's, the, it's just like in the world. You live in a first-world country, and you got to tap. And you just put that cup under the tap and let the waters flow. And then that pill goes down so much easier. That is the tip.
2: Thank you, Quick Maffey. Uh, effervescent, reticulated, resplendent, as always, though factually incorrect. For the Trailer Blazers, my name is Nick Kelly, and I don't need water to take pills because I'm an adult man. Happy Trailsers.
1: And I'm Ben Moon, part of the law enforcement team which enforces the law, which prevents people from making cyberpunk movies and shows with a low budget. Happy Trailsers. And why y'all come back to the video games,
0: one quarter portion
1: of the show, folks, we've been uh, playing the same things over and over again.
2: Yeah, I'm on Mass Effect 3 now. I've moved on from Mass Effect 2, which is my favorite game. Uh, To Mass Effect 3, I I talked about this last week where I don't like the end. I still like, I like most of the stuff in the game. Like, I like the Krogan storyline and I like the Corian and Gath storyline. I like a lot of the characters, like Edie. Uh, Edie being a companion that you can take with. I I forgot how much I love that. She's great. She's hilarious. I like the DLC. I never played the DLC for this. Like Leviathan or uh, the Omega one. I'm doing the Omega one right now. That one's real good. So that stuff's good. But I still I know at the end of it it's just gonna be that it's like why am I doing this? Because at the end is nothing matters. <laughs> but that's okay. Maybe I'll just quit after I beat Kai Lang.
1: I like the idea of rogue AI, but they're good. They're like on your side. Yeah, it's my Not favorite. Trying to kill it's you.
2: Like Edie. She's such a good character.
1: You know, Jarvis. Uh-huh.
2: Maybe I am a monster. I don't think I'd know if I were one.
1: This game, Guardians of the Galaxy, that I've continued to play mm-hmm. I laughed out loud last night at a line there. You come to a, you get to a part of the game where certain characters seem to be um, under a, it's not this, but like they seem to be under a spell, so to speak. And, uh, and Peter Quill says, I don't know, maybe they're hypnotized, you know, like space hypnotized. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, I don't know. It hit hit me real good. I was, I thought it was so funny. It's such a good, well-written game. Yeah. Although, man, Rocket is a real jerk, man. Rocket is the biggest jerk in the game.
2: He is a jerk, but his uh, his story progression, like, his character turn is the best in the game. So, they, they start him out that way, but it has the best payoff.
1: Yeah, I, I bet it does, because, like, man, they're writing him really well, because I'm like, God, like, Rocket, just once you go chill for a little bit, you're, like, such a... Uh, you're being a, a boo-hole.
2: Yeah, well, that's like in Guardians 2, he was being a jerk, too. And then yeah. Peter was like, is your plan to drive everyone away? Because it's working.
1: Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, so it's uh, it's really good, though. Still liking that. Um, and then, uh, you know, I've been playing a lot of Battlefield 2042, and I'm ready for some new maps to come out. Start thre-
2: threatening the developers. That's the, the internet wave for those.
1: <laughs> The video gamer way. Yeah. <laughs> if I don't get more maps, <laughs> I'm gonna threaten your family yep. because I am entitled to new maps.
2: Yep. So you heard it here first, folks. Ben is entitled to new maps, and he will harm the developers if he de- if he doesn't get them. <laughs> you,
1: you heard. And I'm gonna do it on Twitter, and uh, and I'm gonna dox you. And uh, what is it? What what else did they do? SWAT them. I don't want to. No, I don't want to. God, I can't believe that even exists. What this? What is this wrong with this world? I don't know.
2: Just stop being horrible, everyone. <laughs> no one who hey, listens. Hey, get a hobby. No one's. No one who listens to us is horrible and doxes people. No. Get a hobby. Chill get out. Get a hobby for crying out loud.
1: For crying out loud, other than playing video games. Um. So that. So that's what we've been done playing. Um. Got some. Got some. Big, video game news. Yep. Big. Yep. EA Sports. Big. Um, Microsoft is going to buy Activision Blizzard.
2: Yeah, that's... uh, Do you think it's because of how much they've been screwing up so much lately?
1: I think they... After they made that purchase of... I think two things. After they made the purchase of ZeniMax, Bethesda and all that, Uh they are like, oh man, this is going to give us a big advantage. And then when they saw Activision Blizzard... You know, like messing up, like their culture's real bad, and Bobby Kotick is kind of crappy, and all this kind of stuff. They're like, oh man, the price of this thing, because because uh, they're dealing with all this stuff, the price of this thing's gonna be real low. We're gonna buy low, and uh, they get and they made a very shrewd decision. They struck while the iron was hot. Um, very shrewd. Uh, this was this was the time to buy, you. and um, the properties they're gonna get with this. Is gonna be huge.
2: Yeah, Overwatch, Call of Duty, Call of
1: Duty, that Spyro. that would
2: be enough. Of those two right there.
1: Yeah, that, that's enough. Those are huge. And so this was—it's uh, a really smart move. It really changes the game. This really changes the game because, like, what's left? Like the only big, big development studio or big publishers are like, um, Take Two. Right? Uh that makes like the Rockstar, all the Rockstar stuff. I don't know the game uh,
2: publishers. Well
1: EA, yeah, the only big ones left are like Take Two and EA. Like that's that's kind of it or and Ubisoft. Take two, EA, and Ubisoft are like the big three. Yeah. And Nintendo well Nintendo, but because um, you know, Take Two just bought is gonna buy Zynga. That's that was in the news. That was big news. Yeah. But that is the, the price that they're paying for Zynga, which is mobile platform stuff. Is, is dwarfed by this deal. This It's like over $70 million for this Blizzard deal, this Activision Blizzard deal.
2: Yeah, I don't care about Zynga, and I don't play mobile games, but like, I played Overwatch a lot, so I don't know. This doesn't really affect me. I buy all the consoles, so if something is exclusive to one, I just play it on that one. Uh, I've been favoring the PlayStation lately, though, because there hasn't been an Xbox game I've wanted to play in quite some
1: time. I, um, this doesn't affect, this particular deal does not affect me. Um, the, the, the Zenimax Bethesda one really affects me because I will absolutely buy an Xbox just to play Bethesda games.
2: Right. I would, I was going to get one anyway, though. So, same, same deal. You know, I end up with all these consoles. I, it doesn't hurt me.
0: Yeah.
1: And, uh, well, I'll, I, as of right now, I don't I don't know that there's any Activision Blizzard. I mean, I played Overwatch for about forty hours, and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm done. I like I played this game, but there's nothing else. I'm not gonna play like Overwatch 2. Uh, I've already played it.
2: Yeah, it probably won't affect you much.
1: No. So that that so that was the big one, and then you know, Take Two buying Zynga, another big one. Um, just big acquisitions. We'll see what happens with all those. Uh, we do have one trailer and it's for it's for horizon forbidden west this is a story trailer yeah
2: so this is for horizon the sequel to horizon zero dawn which is a very good game uh it took me a heart it took me a long time to get into the first one because i i kept thinking i was like i kept fighting everything i'd be like there's too many enemies in this game to do anything but like then i just realized after being told many times by jess that i don't have to fight every single animal <laughs> and I can just, go, like, go past them. And once I was able to do that, I was like, oh, no, I really like this game. Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm looking forward to this. This is uh, one of two games, really, that's on my radar in the near future, is this game I really want to play in Forspoken.
1: Yeah. I want to play this Forspoken more than this. I liked the first Horizon game. I did not get into it as as much as everybody else um as a matter of fact i group i group horizon in the uh in a group of games that i think are a little overrated um and so that's going to be um horizon that is going to be bioshock and then uh god of war uh which god of war uh the latest one
2: i thought that one was the only good god of war but i didn't think it was the best thing of all time
1: uh yeah like i i I beat it i played through it and i enjoyed it i didn't like i just didn't love it like everybody else did and that's the way in like horizon i played it beat it i enjoyed it didn't love it like everybody else did bioshock i really don't know and i beat that really don't understand why everybody loved that game so much I, i i don't know just those games just don't click with me like they did with everybody else fair enough yeah so I will probably play this when it's like 10 bucks. You know, when it goes down to $10, bucks, i will play it. I'm going to get this day um,
2: one, but I have to wait for Jess to play it because uh, Jess really loves Horizon. And so if I play it and spoil it, I'll wreck it. So I'll let her uh, play yeah. it first, and then I'll play it. Yeah.
1: Now, having said that, having said that, the VR her- Horizon game is very high on my list of wants to play yeah i want that's a very different situation i want to get in on that i really want that i think that so those are those two it's almost like two very different things for me i know they're in the same world and in the same ip but two very different experiences i think and i really want the vr one
2: do it up then i want to get that playstation
1: vr (sighs) 2 we got to get that man yeah got to get that got to get that boom 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 um I, I will say one thing i am not a fan of uh of the voice of aloy ashley birch um i looked at her imdp imdb page and i was like oh yeah i didn't like her in this stuff either like in uh life is strange i i don't think she's a good actress i like ashley um, birch she was kate
2: bishop in the avengers game
1: is that right that kind of stinks for me, because I don't like her, and she keeps getting these big old roles and stuff that I'm going to watch her play. It's just like, eh, Not a fan. Like, the, like if this trailer, like, if you watch this trailer, it's like, she, the cadence, uh, it's like, it's, it's not like she's out of breath, it's just like, she has this, like, serious voice, it's, I don't know, I just don't dig it, I just don't click. it doesn't click with me.
2: Well, luckily you aren't in Russia. So you're allowed to think what you want to, because otherwise you'd be disappeared by the KGB <laughs> in the night.
1: Does it, Does the KGB listen to this uh, podcast? Yes,
2: they do. They monitor it f- to make sure we're not saying any anti-Russian propaganda.
1: Uh, too late. I done said it. I done. Said, and you can quote me. All right. Uh, yes. <laughs> Stop poisoning people in England. How about yeah, that? yeah? Knock it when, off, mm-hmm. Russia. Come on. God, like, they the worst. Stop, stop cheating in the Olympics. Get a national hobby. Get a national hobby. Like, why don't you KGB guys take up uh, gymnastics or something or hockey or something? Yeah, come on. Come, come out. on. Chill out. Hey, K- hey, KGB, hey, hey. Chill out. Chill okay. out. Come on, chill out. KGB,
2: All I got hey. Chill out. Hey, get a hobby. Just get a hobby. Stop poisoning people. Just,
1: uh, stop
0: poisoning people. What's wrong? What's the matter with you? What's wrong with we
1: you? Come on. Stop, stop, being, stop <laughs> being so stupid. Stop it. <laughs> Get some help.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, we've solved geopolitical strife for, for this week.
1: <laughs> we have.
2: Uh, for the trailer blazers, my name is Nick Kelly, and I like Ashley Burch just fine. I think she's a fine voice actress. And I noticed that Ben only ever talks about uh, bad actresses. He never, t- he never says anything bad about men. Hmm, Something to think about. Happy Trailsers. And I've been doing it. I'm obviously a misogynist.
1: <laughs> he disagreed with me, so he's hateful. I'm, and I disagree. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a hateful misogynist. Happy Trailsers. I'm just
2: kidding. Happy trousers.
1: And I'm just kidding. Happy trousers.
2: Come on, man! Don't be in these crappy movies, Luke. I mean, come on, just being our megadon, and he makes one every other year, you know, wow.